what if has been disappointing, but Loki is wor- worth watching. Yeah. Well, what if I like I've ever seen some bits of it, like of the Doctor Strange one. Terrible. Really? God awful. The, really? the Doctor Strange one was just a steaming pile of garbage. Really? Not a, like because I heard awful. that people like the idea that like it was sort of dark and that ended kind Ugh. of. Americans like give them anything dark and they're like, oh, this is so artistic <laughs> and oh, this is so well made and isn't this smart? And now it's not. None of that's true. It's just sad. <laughs> And welcome back to another episode of Even More Mashed Up, <laughs> the pop culture podcast featuring two professors talking about all things pop culture. I'm Patrick. <sighs> hey, I'm Alan. How you doing, Patrick? I'm doing fine. You feeling okay? I'm not at all hungover from back pain medication. Back, 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 back pain medication. Wow. This I'm is going to be good. This feels like it's going to be a ride of a show. It's going to be a quality Given show. Given the condition that you've arrived in. I'm fine. I'm just a little loopy and a little dry mouthy. But it's totally fine. Also, can't really taste or smell anything, but I'm sure that's fine. You know, I'm going to put my mask back on. Too soon? Even though we're socially distanced, <laughs> I feel as if maybe we're not appropriately distanced. I'm kidding. I yeah. can still smell and taste. Well, today's show is a big one. I'm calling it, I want to know what you did last summer. See, I have it as, now you know what we did last summer. But they don't. But yeah, they will. That would be like the end of the episode. Exactly. Yeah. It would be like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We can change the title at the end, but it's an inappropriate title for the beginning. Well, see, I was sort of, of titling it after the whole sort of melange of the show. Not I sure. have melange. no idea what that means. I think it means like a mixture. I'm not okay. Really sure. I, I so like you how you tight. said you think you know. Pretty sure I used that yeah. word correctly. No, I said I want to know what you did last summer. But you don't. Mine Our audience does. Curiosity. No, I am curious about what you did last summer. I should have called it you want to know what we did last summer. I want to know. Yeah, I, be, I literally said I. in proper grammar to say what you want. That okay, it's, it's the don't. audience is the you. They might not you want to know. I don't do? want to presume the for audience. them. I don't want to presume the for the... down there. I, <laughs> Are we filming sort of, I, I don't want to presume that the audience wants to know, but I want to know what you did last summer. Okay. Not a lot. And Good night, folks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hung out with my dog. Tried not to get sick. Took pictures with your dog. Yeah, I do that occasionally. Tried not to hurt your back. Which I pulled off this summer. Nice. Yeah, I avoided standing up. Because apparently that's a trigger for my back. That's a thing. Yeah. 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 Well, hey, Rich is here. Yes. I am. Hi, Rich. Maybe your back pain is from having to carry him on this show. That is painful. Well, that implies hear. he's the only one I have to carry on this show. Ooh, I was <laughs> making a joke on Rich, and you turned it on both of us. I yeah. did, yes. Completely yes. isolating yourself from the yes. rest of the show. Thank you for explaining exactly what I did. <laughs> In my yeah. comment, because I'm pretty sure you, you seem a little foggy today, so I'm not sure you that. understand what and you're yet, doing. And yet, I still managed yeah. to turn the tables. Ooh, probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> well, so uh, anyway, yes, uh, we were a little lazy. A little not lazy, slow. preoccupied. You were busy fighting the forces of evil, which we will not speak of on this podcast. <laughs> no. We will bury that that history. Yes, as deeply as we can. Yes. As deep as Ark Dim is in the bowels of hell right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or some inside, hell-like dimension. Inside reference. In that yeah. case, we were lazy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we left a lot of pop culture on the table undiscussed. We did indeed. So we thought maybe we could do a... A, a, a quick catch-up. A quick mash-up of a mash-up everything. Catch-up. A catch-mash-up. Mash-catch-up? A catch-up? That sounds like a condiment. Yes. Oh, my God. This is going to be a long hour. It feels like it. <laughs> yeah. So, in particular, there were there were three superhero blockbusters. Yes. That we felt we should give at least some time to. Yes. And then, if we have time at the end, I have a list of other summer things. Okay. And I would just like to run them by you and get a quick opinion. Yeah, I'm just concerned that your list of summer things is going to be very quickly. Didn't see that. Nope, didn't see that. Didn't see that. So. Well, let me look through. Hmm. So. There, there might be a few of those. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little worried. But I, you can still give your opinion. Okay. You're an English professor. You talk about things you don't know all the time. Oh, that is true. Confidently, uh, and derisively. Hmm. 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 Eh. Hmm. So, where do you want to start? <laughs> I have Black Widow first, but I don't care. I have Black Widow <laughs> first too. So, okay. 
It seems like that's a natural starting point. Is that your view I, of the movie? I, in many ways, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that by the time we're done with the movies today that we might be in a feud with somebody. Oh. But we'll see. Okay. We'll see. I do like feuds. We haven't had you, a good feud in a while. You, yeah. When was our last feud? It was the last big podcast feud we had. Have we had one? Wasn't that the radio station I mentioned? That's right. We did go against uh, the radio station at some point. Uh, yeah. Phoebe Hot Wing 97. That's right. What? That was more on the radio show. Oh, like okay. We definitely had a... Well, we would... Yeah, well, and we were competing against the other radio shows on the the. And it was when we were recording the show, Cougar Radio the podcast, in the radio station. Right, as well. right, and they, you know, they it was like angles. a. It must have been a morning drive show, possibly. You know, one of those. Oh, we would be so oh, yeah. good at morning drive oh, time. My, I was gonna say that stuff is always garbage, but you're right. We, we would, would be, be very so good, good at that. <laughs> that is so good. Both those statements can be true. Yeah, they can. Yeah, yeah, they can. yeah, I am. I am not. I am not disavowing the first statement. I'm just saying we can pull off hot garbage. What is your nickname? Wait, what is your your, Hot garbage. What is your your you know mining, morning drive time oh, come on. nickname? It's easy. Lil Hambone. It's Hambone in the Quaker. <laughs> like Lil Hambone in the Quaker, and I'm in. How is that not? How is that not our drive? Yeah, Lil Hambone in the Quaker. Like that just sells it right there. Oh yeah, Lil Hambone in the Quaker. And hey, Rich I'm is here too. It down. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's definitely Lil though. Yeah, right. Yeah. Not little, but little Lil, Hambone. Little Hambone and the Quaker. I mean, like, come on, that you gotta admit that rolls you off know the what? tongue. It reduces me to sidekick, and yet I can't argue against it. I know it. that's the best no, it's part. That's too good. It's because you get to the Quaker and Little Hambone. That doesn't roll off. No, it makes no sense at all. I yeah, Little Hambone and the Quaker. The irony will be that the, we'll list the sidekick first. Yeah, it'll be funny. That sounds fine. That's the kind of highbrow meta humor that a morning drive, morning drive listener really appreciates. Really wants to, yeah. to listen to your one-stop shop for meta humor. That's right. At six a.m. <laughs> Oh my God. Six, the 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Get your slot. coffee and your inside references. The best part is we'd probably be mo- more coherent at 6 in the morning. That's a, that's a, a high bar. Yeah. Anyways, well, Black Widow. Yeah. Oh, were we talking about the Black Widow? I thought we were. What you got, Lil Hambone? Um, so I guess I'll just start kind of overall. Um, okay. I enjoyed it. Thought you, the fight scenes were good. The fight scenes were fine. Really enjoyed the interaction between uh, Johansson's Natasha and Pew's Yelena. They really had kind of the squabbling sister vibe down. Yeah, for like a whole two minutes. Oh, no, I thought it was longer than that. I sort of, I've sort of enjoyed that. Um, so, yeah, so overall, but there, I mean, there are issues in the film that I don't know are necessarily the film itself, but kind of how it suffers by when it's coming out. Well, that's a lot packed in there. Yes. So we can we can unpack that. I, I will respond to your saying it was did you say it was a very good film? I said I enjoyed it. You enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, one, it was a perfectly entertaining film. I mean it's it, this it, it's one, not it's not anything it's not the greatest of the MCU, it's not the worst of the MCU. This one it? this one disappointed me. Really? T B H. Mm. Yeah. Can you say two B H? No. No. It should no. just be T B H, not two B H. Um it disappointed me. Really? I I thought that it was a pretty predictable, pat, um, unrevolutionary approach to the the MCU. I thought I, I disagree with you. I thought that there was good chemistry between Yelena mm-hmm. and Natasha, but I felt like the filmmakers didn't trust them really to carry the movie. I just I it. Had it been two dudes on the screen, it would have been this buddy picture, and it would have been very, very different. They had moments between them that I think shows what the movie might have been, but apparently Hollywood can't make a buddy picture focused on women, or at least not very often. I mean, they did Thelma and Louise. I knew that would be your reference. (laughs) So, So quite literally... The most recent contemporary reference you can come up with. I didn't say most recent. That was just the first. Okay. What's the other option? Well, now I need to think a little. <laughs> <laughs> because there are no other options. Besides no, there's got to be something besides selling. I, I'm selling sure there are, but my point being that that I'm still thinking it would have been revolutionary to make it like Midnight Run, mm. but with Natasha and Elaine, and they didn't. And I just I felt as if they really left some possibilities behind in choosing to make. What was a really kind of safe movie instead? Yeah, well, I, I think a lot of what you're saying feeds into 
kind of of the way I feel the film is kind of hemmed in that there there's not a lot that they can do now did you use hemmed in as kind of a a patriarchal pun because we're talking about the way in which they didn't let these women in like have full empowerment no I just meant okay just so you're of, using it more the tri- traditionally patriarchal way yeah just kind of they're they're hemmed in kind yes. of trapped no understood um, yeah mm-hmm because of of I mean again it's it, it's got the issue of of every prequel, I hate prequels in I that hate them. it can't really do anything all that revolutionary, because we all know kind of where Natasha has to be and go kind of at the end and of and what it. Hawkeye yeah. is going to do to her. But even more so in the we'll case get to that, that um, even also the case that she like I guess spoilers but like she dies like it's not even a prequel where like she's has to be here. It's like, no, she has to be nowhere. She's yeah. dead. Well, I understand, that's why, that's I understand why your frustration from earlier where you said I was explaining the obvious. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, thank you. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I, but yeah, I, I mean, again, I accept one of the, your criticism. One of the things that struck me at the end is when she's walking off to the Quinjet. Yeah. And, you know, Quinjet. on the one hand, you know that, that, you know, she's going to join up with Captain America. But I just saw that. I'm like, oh, so that's her walking to her death. And they yeah. just kind of had this really kind of yeah. like. and then And then I think. The one thing they did in the film that I think could have significantly altered things yeah. doesn't work because this movie comes out after Endgame. Oh. How so? Well, because, you know, we all know, even going back as far as Avengers, that, you know, she's got blood, you know, red in her ledger. Right. That there's something that happened to Drakeoff's daughter. Right. And you basically evolve over the film, to, or, or, you know, the, the you kind of assume that, like, oh— she must have like accidentally killed right. Drakeoff's daughter, and yeah. then they reveal that in this like Drakeoff's daughter happened to be wherever they were blowing up that day, and, and they she didn't know. Called for the go ahead, and she actually knew that she was there, and still called for the go ahead. And as far as we know, nobody knows that. Like she still has that secret, right. and so okay. that blood on her hand could have been like the reason why she does sacrifice herself because she right. does, you know, Clint has done some awful, awful things. Yeah. And that's why, you know, that, that you know, while he's been Ronan, and I know you're going to say before that. Um, a long history. But he's only killed bad guys. He's killed gangsters. Natasha. He literally killed Quicksilver. Who is a villain, as we all know. That's not. That's not. <laughs> Literally that's killed. Not, he didn't kill that. But again, that could have. That could have explained her sacrifice. And right. that, you know, there is that she does have. Yeah. This innocent blood on her hands, but it doesn't work because we're not getting that until well after Endgame. Um, right. So I, I think that that could have worked really well if the film had yeah. come out earlier. I I see. But it's it, it, it's a missed. It, for me, it's it's a missed opportunity, like you were saying. I because they should have made a Black Widow film. Much earlier. Well, at the very yeah. least, this should have come out between Infinity War and Endgame instead yeah. of Captain Marvel. Like yeah. that, or they both should have come out in between. Like this yeah. film, but even is is very sort of 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 again, it's a lot of missed opportunities just because of it's coming out so late. I see how hard they're trying to to rehabilitate Hawkeye here. I see the lengths to which they're going to try to make him seem not that bad. When he like stumbles and can't get off the cliff quick enough or whatever, if I remember Endgame correctly. Wait, no, he doesn't stumble. Yeah, he kind of trips, he, like well, fake uh, trips, he and he's air- like, "Oh, he, no, he never." Sorry, trips. Natasha. He, he air quote stumbles in exactly. that he doesn't want to yeah. kill himself. He doesn't try very hard. He doesn't yeah. stumble at all. He is literally running and jumps off the cliff. Not hard enough. And, and Natasha s- grabs him from behind on her little cable. Not hard enough. I I'm not convinced that he is less stained than Natasha. Oh, he absolutely is. I know, I, <laughs> okay, then. And the podcast, once again, comes to a halt on your saying, absolute like just, fanboyishness it's, 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 over it's Hawkeye. It's incontrovertible. Hawkeye Ronan only killed bad guys. We don't she actually know that. Innocent. No, it's pretty clear. We just saw yeah, ex- that one scene. Thank you. No, but that scene I'm sure that he never made a mistake in the, the crowded... Are you those, suggesting that the master gangsters. archer hit the wrong target? Because that's just impossible. He was using the sword. Was, I, yeah, I exactly. Like. He was swinging willy-nilly. Yeah, but he's a master archer. He handles all weapons well. I don't think that's what Master Archer no, I means. Think I think that you'd be, you'd Actually, be shocked. <laughs> yeah. You'd be shocked Archer at what archery repairs Archer specifically means yeah. he's good with arrows only. But yeah. Don't forget, it means you're good with the arrow and with the bow, which he kind of swings like a sword at times. <laughs> it makes you miss Aquafina's character. There was somebody who could shoot a shoot an arrow. Yeah, one. Hawkeye has show, shot. Yeah, she, 
She she literally needed one. Thank you for yeah. making my point. I know she shot huge one dragon, arrow. one arrow. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So I I I fundamentally am unconvinced that Hawkeye is less stained by sin. Yes, he is. <laughs> well, unless you're just sort of an absolutist in the sense that once you're sinned, you're sinned. Like there's no gradations he's, of it. He's just, pretty knee deep in sin. Yeah, but but she's like you know, thigh deep, ankle deep. Not Wait, ankle deep. That's not she what be I meant. deeper? Neck deep. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, like, you know, I'll take the ankle, ankle because yeah, I, I feel like you've made yeah. my point for me. No, no, that's, that's the meds what, talking. That's, that's the truth yeah. of the meds. Like, yeah. there's, there's like <laughs> real Patrick <laughs> trying to claim Hawkeye's innocence. No, and then the there's meds, that's the meds truth distracting med, me from Patrick. what I really want to say. Right. It's like a truth serum. So, like, yeah, literally. She's neck deep. Neck deep. Her ledger is dripping with red. Yeah. Hawkeye's is just slightly damp with red. Yes, so, but yeah. So that that, that so anyway, that's, I I, I that's, see that, that that's, that's what one of the missed that's one of the I big missed what, opportunities. I see what they're doing, but it doesn't work for me. It just it doesn't work for well, me. Well, to be fair, I'm not sure they're actually doing this. This is something that they could have done. Well, but because it comes so late after Endgame, it, it right. can't really have that same effect. Right. Agreed. I agree with that. But the the whitewashing of Hawkeye, I find morally reprehensible. Yeah. You know, just wait until you see the Hawkeye series. Oh, I know. I know. I, uh, I think we're going to argue about that, too. Possibly. So, I also... The stuff with... What's his name? The Red Guardian or the Red Rocket or... Red Guardian. It, and is it Iron Maiden? She eventually becomes Iron Maiden in the comics. I don't... I is don't, that real? I believe so. I, that, I'm, not, I, I'm not as well-versed in, in... I find that offensive as a fan of the band. Oh, gotcha. I find it offensive. Okay. They're clearly cashing in, right, on the, the popularity of Iron Maiden. By never actually calling her that in the film. They don't call her that? I'm pretty sure they don't. I don't know. Because she actually did an interview <laughs> where she would – I read – I, I couldn't tell you her name. That's how boring this film was, was. There was something I read where she said she would love to come back and yeah. take on the Iron Maiden role. Is she – like Rachel Weiss. Was her name just Mom in the film? Like, I really – like, what would they call her? I honestly don't remember. Yeah. So that's – that's the 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 power of this film, the red whatever and the red woman Guardian. who was his Serge. who was his uh, wife. Well, fake wife. I thought their stuff was funny. Yeah, but there was no heart in it. I didn't think. In fact, I thought the humor throughout the film was used to cover the fundamental lack of a heart in this film. Hmm. The film just didn't have one. Like there, it's such an interesting movie sitting there on like as the the female buddy picture. Such an interesting picture sitting there. If you make a movie that's about a family drama, or we could just play it for laughs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Murder, <laughs> oh. good times. Yeah, just it, the movie just did not speak to me. Yeah, well, I can see. I mean, again, it's 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 yeah. Like I said, it's, it's I I, I it's no Thor too. Exactly. Yeah. It's 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 you know it, it probably what, middle of the pack, maybe a little really? lower. So would you put it above Ant Man? Ooh. No, it's okay. close to Ant Man though. Right. So it might be close to Ant Man, yeah. but it's a little bit lower. Yeah. So it's above Thor. Ant Man. Ant Man has a little bit more as a charm to it. That, yeah. That. Yes. Did, had they let Natasha and Yelena be Natasha and Yelena, they would have had, but yeah. they they didn't. So. Um, it's better than Iron Man 2? Oh, God, yes. Okay, so there's two that it's better than, for sure. Which are the bottom of the barrel? Which are the two that we've said so far? Thor Dark Thor World? Thor 2? And Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2. Yeah, definitely headed to both of those. Okay. Is it better than Black Panther? No. no. Ragnarok? No. Any of the Iron Man films? Besides you mean two. any of the other Iron Man yeah, films? Yeah, sorry. Uh, no. Captain America trilogy? No. Guardians. Avengers films? Well, that's just a stupid question. <laughs> Thank you. <Yeah>. <laughs> Guardians. <laughs> It might be on par with Guardians 2. Guardians 2. Which you also hate, so yeah, I feel that's, that's feeding I, into your yeah. point. So, it's ahead of Doctor Strange. Is it? Yeah, I just really? find Doctor Strange... To weeks. me... I find Doctor Strange a bit too by the numbers. See, to me, they're the same film, almost. Like, they're to me, they're almost even. Yeah, I might put Black Widow just a skosh ahead of Doctor okay. Strange. Okay, so that's like... That's, but yeah, it's, it's right around it's there. It's like third or fourth from bottom. Uh, you said middle of the pack. Yeah, there's been a lot of these films. Yeah, yeah. Pretty close to the bottom, then. Well, right I mean, now you're middle of the pack in that. This is a big a, middle. It's a big middle. <laughs> you but, know, there's, but among there's the big like, middle, it's at the bottom. I mean, there's you know, like 
five or six really great ones. Yeah. There's two. Oh, it's better than The Incredible Hulk. It is like three. Yeah, nobody counts that yeah. as a real one anyway. That's, that's a really bogus. three bad ones, and then there's the middle. Yeah, but among the middle, it's now what's the it better than? Middle. Doctor Strange. Okay. I'd have it better than Doctor Strange. Yeah. Not ahead of Ant-Man. Ant-Man. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, yeah, hard to say with Guardians. It's probably about even with Guardians 2 for me. 2, right? Yeah. But not Guardians 1. No. Right. So it's pretty low down the pecking order. It is. But it feels again, like you're on the same page as I am. I'm not. Well, we're not talking. I mean, again, we've talked about this before. I mean, being on the lower end of the MCU is, you know, basically a B. Oh, I wish Bobby were here. As opposed to a, a B minus or a C. No, nah, this was a C movie to me. Nah, I'd probably give it a B. B yeah, I might give B. it a C plus. You, you've got to expect more from Marvel now. They've I don't expect. So I don't oh ex no, he, he, have have you paid attention to him for expect, five years? Do not expect more from Marvel. Like, is it a hero in spandex? It's good. <laughs> Again, it's it, it's the issue with Marvel. The issue with me with Marvel is that there have been so many great films. Yeah. That a good Marvel film is basically par. So and so, Black Widow is is for me okay. is par. Would you agree with me that the reliance on the action scenes kind of obscured what might have been more storytelling? If this one felt a little heavy on the action adventure and a little light on the other. Yeah, well, I mean, particularly the I mean the breaking Serge out of prison scene. I'm not yeah. really sure how necessary. I'm not even sure how necessary he is to the film. <laughs> Well, um, does he even need to be out of prison? It's the comedy that covers everything else that's not there. It's like Spackle. Yeah. He's like Spandex Spackle. Even that they try to make the point about human trafficking, like the idea that when girls go missing, they're, they aren't missed. But it felt so tacked on. Yeah. And so incompletely followed that it felt like Marvel trying to feel good by doing a quick PSA mm. and then going back to the. Can you tell? I didn't. I wasn't a big. A big fan of the film. Yeah, it's hard to pick up on. You Can see. I drop a fair foul on you right here? Oh, yeah, go ahead. All right, this is Ooh. from um, the National Catholic Register. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Almost completely lacking in Black Widow is any sense of outrage over the grotesque violations of human rights and human dignity at the root of the whole premise of the film. Uh, I would have to say that seems fair. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, so again, the, 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 the whole... Um, yeah, the other widows and the human trafficking. Such a story to tell. It's, it's all just kind of like, and and then they all got de-brainwashed and we're good. It felt kind of gratuitous in, yeah. the, in, the, in the way they treated it so blithely yeah. and so so quickly. Like they just did it and they were done with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it is sort of a, a it, it is a mere device in the film. Yeah. And then, of course, my least favorite part of the film, that Hawkeye is Yelena's next target. Oh, oh yeah. Ugh. How lame. Like, Maybe oh. she'll kill him. Yeah. Okay, so there could be a happy ending. In the series <laughs> that's named after him. Yes. Seems seems unlikely. No. I was a bit surprised by the uh, by Valentina showing up at the end. Yeah. In the, I, I, I kind of thought she was just going to be relegated to the I TV side of things. Kind of hoping. I was kind of hoping too. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I, I, yeah. She, yeah, that is the one. I'd probably, that's probably the one miscast for me in the MCU is. is in all of MCU. Julia Louis Dreyfus as yeah. as Valentina. Because it's just, yeah. it's not the character at all. Yeah. Um, I don't know the character and I'm still not interested. Yeah, so it's, it's. Um, I mean, it makes a certain amount of sense. Yeah. Um, I'll be curious to see how they bring Yelena in to the Hawkeye series. Yeah. Uh, is she going to be in it? I didn't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Pew is confirmed to be in it. Yeah. All right, so I have one more fair foul, and then we should probably move on unless you got a lot more because we're 20 minutes in. Yeah, we should. We've got two other films to go to. Uh, no, I mean, I, I would say the other thing that didn't really work in the film yeah. was the um, the climax mm -hmm. when, like, she – or we're not so much the climax, but, like, when they reveal that she's disguised herself as her mom and takes yeah. the little – because there's no reference to that technology, the masking technology in the film itself. Like yeah. it only is a reference to Winter Soldier and other things. Yeah. And also, it always raises the question in my mind of like, if Natasha has that, yeah, why isn't she using it when she's on the run? Yeah. Like she's walking around as herself, and she's got this tech that she can basically yeah. use to disguise yeah. herself as anyone. That's a fair question. But it's a, it's a moment that works if you've seen other MCU films. Right. It's a moment that doesn't quite work in the film itself. I would say. Fair. Um, Fair. The other thing that's probably worth noting, yes, please, is the the change to Taskmaster. 
yeah. in the film, mm-hmm. which is a pretty, I mean, again, number one. Did you like it? You didn't like it? I didn't mind it. Well, number one. Too non-canonical. Number one. Canonical. 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 For one, Rich the moment we had the scene the of day. Natasha blowing up the daughter, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, daughter's taskmaster. Like it, it yeah. telegraphed that a lot. So I was like, yeah. oh, okay, that's where we're going. Did with you this. like a female taskmaster? I didn't mind it. I mean, I do, I do enjoy. I mean, the comic book version has moved away from this, but the yeah. original taskmaster, what was always great about him, is you know, basically all he did was train all of the goons that right supervillains hire. Yeah. He had no more aspiration than just making money. Like, he didn't yeah. have a big master plan. He wasn't taking over the world. He's just like, yeah, I just want to tra- train my goons yeah. and get the money. And right. so I always kind of liked that that he he was different from, like, your your Dr. Octopus or all the other villains. Yes. Okay. So I didn't mind it. It does make me wonder in terms of this whole Dark Avengers they're gathering because yeah. Taskmaster is still out there. She could be a... Either in Iron Man or Hawkeye surrogate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the sense she's got, you know, she's basically armored. Well, pretty much anybody can be Hawkeye. So, but you yeah. could pull anybody off the street so, and be like, all right, you're Hawkeye. No, you need to have a master archer. So, one last fair or foul from okay. Daniel Levy, or no, excuse me, Damian Levy, who has a website that reviews movies. Okay. Quote While humor is an important part of the film, uh-huh. it's used to serve the tragic story. Rather than undercut it, humor is an important part of the film. Hmm. It's used to serve the tragic story, rather than undercut it. See, a, I'm not sure there's a tragic st- or that the, the film is really a tragedy. Mm-hmm. It could have been. It should have been. Yeah, yeah, it almost feels like it's that's the whole point. Yeah. Um, the so I don't know that there's a tragic story to serve. Um. So you're saying foul. Yeah, yeah, I guess I'd say foul. Okay, I'm I'm staunchly foul on this one. Okay, but humor for, is an important part of the film, but it doesn't serve a tragic story. No, you you say it undercuts it. Yeah, he's dead wrong. Just sowing some seeds. Sowing okay. some seeds. <laughs> yeah, oh, come back for, to it for stuff to come. Oh, there's there's a feud coming. Oh, Very ominous. So, what do you want to go to next, Loki or the Suicide Squad? Oh, let's do the Suicide Squad. Ooh, okay, boy, one of the other films I've seen. They're rich uh, getting maybe, around. Maybe we should skip suicides. Yeah. Aww. I'll start since you started the last one. Makes sense. Here's my overall view. Uh-huh. It was fine. Yep. And it was clear enough that James Gunn brought a little spark of something with him to the DC universe. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if I'd go that far. Well, it's different than what you usually get from DC. Yeah, but not in a good way for me. Yeah, I, it, like I said, it was a f- it was fine. So you liked it though. How so? No, I'm saying you did like like you wouldn't, you wouldn't say fine like because I thought it was pretty bad. It was actually. fine. I don't know. That doesn't mean I liked it. It means I I mean I, I didn't hate it. I, I, it's well, definitely better it than again, it's better than the previous one. Would I see it again? Yes, definitely. Oh, but there's no way. There's no way I would go see this movie again. Okay. Absolutely not. I'd see it again, but that's because I get it on HBO Max. Well, you you yeah. watch everything that is but you, would you has go a superhero over and over it. and over. That is again. not true. What did you not watch? I haven't seen Black Widow again. <laughs> Again, my point. <laughs> my point. Oh, that's because I'd have to go to the theater, and it's very pandemic yeah. But, like, this movie— It comes out on Disney+, Plus, I think, early October, so— This yeah. movie got a lot of attention on the Twitter and whatnot, but I thought it was fine, and it just didn't really grab me. Like, there was— Yeah. There was no point in the film where I really felt invested in the film. I agree. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it— It felt rather flat to me. Yeah. Um, Maybe we'll cover this film quickly then. Well, but I mean, but there are some issues. I I think part of it is I think like, you know, you could definitely see the influence of kind of Gunn's early years when I think he was working with Troma Pictures. Yeah. Particularly in the opening scene where all the squad people get killed and it's all very Oh, what a surprise. Yeah. Um, And I kind of like, I kind of felt like having the lack of restraint of the R rating mm-hmm. yeah. as opposed to the PG-13 rating of, of something like Guardians of the Galaxy 1 yeah. was not good for Gunn. Like, I felt I felt it kind of... Like I really felt well, like it was kind of the worst tendencies in James Gunn. It raises a question that I, uh, that I wanted to ask about the film, and it's over-the-top violence. Mm-hmm. Americans obviously have 
this incredibly romantic notion of violence. Mm-hmm. We love it. It's like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that would be the romance. Like, we we, we <laughs> love it. It's encoded in our history. It's encoded Rich, in a way. once again, explaining everything yes. very clearly. <laughs> it means we like it. So, but, and we also, we also, I think, often mistake violence for artistic voice. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm thinking Tarantino. Yeah. In a way that, ju- like, just being violent is saying something about yeah. American society, and the more I watched this film, like, the over-the-top violence became just gratuitous, which was clearly intentional. Yeah, but like, to what effect? Like, so, so, what's the meaning of it? What's the point of it? Like, wh- why are why are we being subjected to it? And I don't think there's an answer to that question beyond what you just said, because I can do it. Yeah, well, I I think there is an answer. Yeah. Um, so answer it, it. Well, but it's not much better. Yeah. Um, because I particularly think of the scene where you have Peacemaker and Bloodsport when they're trying to rescue Flag. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're basically going through and killing every single person there. Um, and then you discover that they're actually the rebels that the squad would ally themselves with. Mm-hmm. And so... The violence there is sort of played for for humor, right? But it's also very problematic in the sense that they just killed a whole bunch of uh, what Cordo Maltese and basically yeah. la, you know Latino Latina people, yeah, for a gag, and and yeah. the way in which that yeah. you know the the violence in this film in particular is directed from very from 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 largely white and. Yeah. A, a very kind of imperialistic sort of of American force yeah. towards a Latin American populace, and it's funny, and it's played for humor is yeah. is is even more problematic. Like I'm, there's there's gr- the gratuitous yeah. humor at the beginning, or the, sorry, the gratuitous violence at the beginning. Yeah, that's also kind of played for humor, right? Um, but then they sort of double down on it in terms of uh, again, we basically have an, an entire, um, yeah country of of you know some kind of of latin american populace that are basically slaughtered indiscriminately yeah. over the course of the they're film. not bad people it turns out and they're and they're but yeah but they i mean yeah. again so it's no it's, i i agree with you. i'm gonna sound like a like an 82 year old quaker like mm-hmm. there's just there's this embrace and fascination and love of violence yeah that that there's something like there that points to a sickness in the American psyche. Yeah, yeah. That that's entertainment. I, again, I, I'm not opposed to violence on the big screen or, or artistic mm-hmm. violence if it has a point to yeah. it. But there's there's just none. Yeah. Well, and, and again, again, that's why I think back to to Guns Days doing kind of, of I can't remember if he actually did work for Troma, but he worked for Troma or someone much like yeah. them. That, you know, it's it's just that very kind of schlocky violence that's just yeah. violence for violence's sake. And, and look what sake. I can do with my special effects budget. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. even to say I yeah. got well and that's the other thing too. I was like like watching that whole scene, I'm like, this seems like you could have done this on a trauma budget. Like yeah. it, it felt like that yeah. that opening scene felt like a very kind of yeah. you know, low budget kind of trauma style Kind of um, violence or, or yeah. horror film, and I was like, oh, it just it did it fell it fell flat for me, like I, like a lot I of agree. the film did. Like, it's perfectly fine. Um, it's it's a more co and this, and this is my other issue. It's it's a it's a more more coherent film than the previously than the previous Suicide Squad. For God's sake, I've had dreams. Yeah, when I know. I had but a I, I, re- I admit, temperature that were more coherent that's a than very that movie. Low bar. And honestly, to a point, sometimes it feels like the the first film at least had more of a plot to it. Like, you know, it was bad, but at least it was like, oh, they go to the city, they stop the bad villain, and that's it. Yeah. This but this had, one is like they're just doing things almost. This had Starro in it. Like, and I'm just so disappointed. I know. Well, I, I would have liked they, again. Like the Starro's there. Like Starro is like from my childhood. Done, well, again, the fact that we did not get a Starro-controlled Suicide Squad yeah. versus the rest of the Suicide Squad was this movie's biggest mistake. Yeah. I'm like the moment well, of, you know they when they revealed biggest the, missed opportunity. When they but were, there were a lot of things. When they revealed the whole team, and I'm like, okay, there's like 12 people on this team, and a lot of them duplicate each other. I'm like, okay, obviously there are two teams here. Like, right. and I'm like, I'm betting one team gets slaughtered, and yeah. they think they're all dead, and they're gonna have to face them as Starro 
fonts, and we didn't get that. Now that's a that's a missed. Now the one thing I did like with Starro, yeah, was his whole the tragedy of Starro. Yeah, in that you know he was like I was just a happy little space starfish, yeah, not bothering anyone. Well, and you damn Americans came right and and dragged. So I I did like that kind of there was that that little bit of a critique of kind of American cruelty and 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 imperialism. Right, imperialism is. There is a message about American imperialism, but it maybe, grates against the rest of the film that that celebrates American imperialism. Right, right, and yeah, it just it and the violence doesn't work. And then the other problem I have with yeah. the film is the way in There's which more. Well, yeah, because <laughs> it's, it's two <laughs> problems with the film. Well, two big problems that I have, and that was um, the the way in which they dealt with blood sport. Mm-hmm. Because basically all they did was say, oh. Shoot, we can't have Will Smith. Yeah, let's get Will another Smith black character. actor. Give him a different role, but yeah. basically different name. Basically, same character okay. with the same character beats. He's got the daughter that he's taking care of. Yeah, he makes yeah. friends with the kind of of female squad. Yeah. In the in the first one, it was with Harley. With this one, it was Ratcatcher Two. And I'm like, yeah. it's the same storyline. Yeah, and the way in which they kind of treated two black characters as basically interchangeable. Yeah. I was like, that is really problematic. That that yeah. you kind of just thought, you know, oh, I mean, Elba does fine in the role, right? Uh, because he's Idris Elba. Yeah. Um, right. Of course. But I was just like, did they really just swap one black man out for another and change the name and yeah. and think we weren't going to notice? Like that was, and that was w- a big problem for me. I'm like, I can't. They're basically treating black yeah. people as as interchangeable. As and, they did Latinos and yeah, Toto Maltese, right? Yeah. So, which brings us to a third problem, John Cena. The guy just, I don't love him on the big screen, except in Daddy's Home too, which we should do a podcast on at Christmas time. Well, I, I we thought you liked a, him in Bumblebee. He was fine in Bumblebee. He was okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't like. Again, he does. He's not like The Rock. Like The Rock no. shows up yeah. on screen and like, as a you know former wrestler, kind of controls it with his charisma. John yeah, Cena's oh, not yeah, there the Ro- yet. Yeah, no, he does. And and well, and the other thing too is is. And I, you know, because they're doing a Peacemaker series on yeah. HBO Max, and I'm like, you're That's spinning off like the most reprehensible character from this yeah. film. Oh, like, of course, yeah. Peacemaker sucks. Oh, like, he's the worst. But that's, that's, I'm sure that's um, like why he's, they want he is the embodiment of, the of that American imperialism. Yeah. Right. There was such a such a missed opportunity to make a film about American imperialism, which maybe Gunn intended to make. I don't know, but it just it doesn't work. Well, or if he tended to make work. it, it was a very I don't know if sanitized the right word, but it's a it's an or an inconsistent one. Because it's best, yeah. Um, it's a critique about an American. You know, if the film makes a critique of American imperialism, yeah, it's American imperialism against giant space starfishes. Yeah, American right. imperialism against actual living non-American yeah. persons. That's such a big deal. Is is you know perfectly fine and not problematic at yeah. all. So yeah. yeah, like it's it's yeah, like I again I was I felt rather underwhelmed by. The Suicide Squad. Which brings me to a fair foul I want to run by you. Okay. Um, this comes from Damien Levy. You who, went to the Dam- Damien Levy well a lot, it seems. Well, I found him on Rotten Tomatoes. And <laughs> then I thought his first one was so, so dumb. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, we got to give him another shot. So you tell me okay. whether we're going to enter into a feud with him or not. Okay. Here's oh, what he wrote. Oh, this is with a... The Suicide Squad represents the very best that DC films can be taking the kind of risks <laughs> that you wouldn't see in a Marvel property. Is this like a pet? Is he just making is that the entire pet? quote? Yes. Okay. That is, the, that's not even fair. That's just the foulest thing. He's is, just, he's just, he just kidding. Yeah, like, no, it's not. He's, he's written a sentence in which every word is wrong. Except maybe the title of the film. Yeah. Well, th- there is a the that yeah. technically works. Yeah, yeah I mean, right. but yeah, no, it's yeah, like that. That it's not the best. It's the very was, best. No, it's it's the very no, best that no, DC. No, it, it, it is in a long line of DC films that fall well short of their potential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the idea that it's taking big risks. Like DC signs? is DC has cranked out a lot of really violent films. Yeah, yeah. like what's the risk of this? That's I I don't know because I mean you know it was fans loved it. Um, it was apparently, yeah. you know, and and, and I, I saw comic book professionals anything. were like, oh, it's it's you know, it's the best film and all that. Yeah. I'm like, this is far from the best DC film. Yeah, like it's yeah. it's 
again, if, if Marvel has a big squishy middle, yeah, DC has a very big squishy bottom. Maybe that's not the word I want to use. Uh, but, but like a deep hole where everything's just pushed into and stuff on the side slightly. Uh, so do we want to go with the deep the, hole? The, 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 the bottom or the bottom. hole? Like is it, it's yeah, the hole or the bottom? Because I mean, like the, it's, I mean, it's hard to see where you guys are taking this. It's the bottom this. of the hole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't like either of them. But yeah, no, it's yeah. it's 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 yet another one that I'm like. I mean, yeah, it's 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 fine. But it's but, not. It's not. I don't. I think I'd say it's much worse than fine. The review on NPR s- described it as singularly distasteful, mm. and I think yeah, that I mean, the I, more yeah. I think about it That's in retrospect, fair. you know, he he writes about um, its factory installed cynicism and mm. an unconscionable glibness. Yeah, yeah, and, probably fair. And I think the film is glib. Yeah, it's the glibest film. <laughs> it could be no more glib. Yeah, it's that's yeah. kind of a Spinal Tap oh, okay. reference, but never mind. Oh, could be none more glib. Could be none blacker. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, it's been a while since I've seen. Actually, I'm not sure I've ever seen Spinal Tap. You've never we, seen we, Spinal Tap. <laughs> I've seen parts of. Well, no, yeah. I, actually, I did because we did. <laughs> parts of people talking. I remember about we, it. I, uh, in high school, we got I together with some friends the and we story watched before. it. And I, yeah, That's you right. heard the story yeah. before. And yeah. I just really didn't understand what I'm like, why are we watching this documentary about the stupid band? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't understand why. Which is probably a great phrase if, why. if someone thought yes. it was a real documentary. Yeah. yeah. It's a great so, film. It is yeah. a great film. I'd probably appreciate it more now. Yeah. But yeah, I did not I didn't get it the first time I saw it. Plus the soundtrack. So, so. good. So but good. yeah. I mean and then and so, then I think the other element of the yeah. film that I had issues with I mean Harley Quinn's story was completely pointless. Yeah. It, it basically was like, oh, we have to give Harley a subplot that features her, yes, because it's it's Margot Robbie and and Harley Quinn, and everyone loves her, and, and she's going to sell the picture. And I was like, yeah, but that you could literally lift that entire storyline and not have it change the film yep. at all. Yeah, so, I don't even remember her storyline, honestly. She gets captured, and the president wants to marry her, and oh, she that, kills him. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. she also believes yeah. that there's something special about Javelin's Javelin. Yeah, yeah, and like, yeah. Yeah, it's a joke which, that keeps which happening. And it's I like, never understood. I'm like, I don't, I don't understand why we're doing that thing. Yeah, yeah. It so. seems phallocentric at best. Yeah, mm-hmm. I gotta have the spear. Yeah. So I feel like it might be time for us to move on to the next. Oh yes, well. Because we're 40 minutes in. I can only imagine that you might have time travel comments and or questions related to time travel. I know. I hate time travel in comic books. Mm -hmm. I hate time travel in the CW. I hate it with a fox. I I hate it in a box. (laughs) I hate it when I'm eating locks. Yeah. I hate time travel. Has there ever been a time travel arc or story that you've ever been okay with? You know, the first one I ever read was probably Days of Future Past. Like the first time oh, as yeah. a kid, I probably came across time travel. It was like a two-issue X-Men storyline, mm-hmm. and I really liked it Yep, because it seemed new to me. Mm-hmm. Every time travel superhero thing I have read or consumed since then mm-hmm. has not seemed new. Mm. Oh, are we going to the future? Oh, is it dark? Oh, is it even Uh-oh. apocalyptic? So you sort of <laughs> you're liked, kidding me. You sort of liked that it was this nice self-contained two issues, and there you know there wasn't anything after. Yeah, it. Yeah, like that it was two issues and it was a really interesting yeah. story. Do you know who that makes you like? I'd hate to to know who. That's John Byrne's position on Days of Future Past. Oh, one of the reasons. Well, he, I one let of me the be re- clear. I, I reject his racism, but I accept the idea <laughs> and that his, the two-issue arc made it work. And his sexism. Okay, yes. just checking. Okay. I, I, yes, I reject all of his hate. Yeah, no, it's one of the things that caused him and Claremont their final split because he understood that it was just going to be a two-issue thing, and at the end of the issue, that timeline was going to be wiped out. Yeah. And then Claremont apparently added some text that allowed it to continue, and Byrne was not happy about yeah. that. I It worked because it wasn't overwrought and it wasn't overdone, mm. and everything since it's just, okay, I get it. The future sucks. Yeah. <laughs> the future sucks. The Except future for Star Trek, future's suck. great yeah. in Star Trek. So, But they're not time traveling. They do in well, some episodes. Do they? Mm. Yeah, especially okay. deep, uh, deep Space Nine. Yeah, well, Deep Space Nine goes to the past. Mm-hmm. That would be time travel. Yeah. yeah. Well, but it's not going to a future. It's going right. to the past. Okay. Well, so to show how bad the past is. So to finish my point, I hate time travel in all its iterations. And yet you loved Loki. I 
I didn't hate this. Yeah, I really liked it, actually. And I, I chalk it up to the following. Here's my list of why I think I liked it, despite Excellent. the time travel. Okay. Tom Hiddleston. The guy is so charming and mm-hmm. lovable. Like, how do you not like him on the big screen? Yeah. Owen Wilson. Way better than I thought Owen Wilson would be in this role. <laughs> like, kind of charming. Mm-hmm. Kind of goofy. Yeah. Um, three, the wide range of Lokis. That you get a guy dressed in the classic Loki costume classic, that's like, like yeah. 80 years old. That you get Croco Loki or whatever. Alligator. He, He's an alligator. Alligator Loki. Alla Loki. Well, okay. Yeah, but, everyone wants to call him Croaky, but he's croaky. not a crocodile. He's an alligator. So well, it's Alligator Loki. Let's make sure we get it straight. It's been yeah. made clear he's an alligator. Um, four, the Loki Loki romance. Like, if anybody should have a romance with themselves. Yeah, that was weird. 100% <laughs> Loki. So I'm like, like that. But, the, but Loki, right? It is, but I'm just like, oh, this is so weird. Like, particularly when they like start to kiss, I'm like, please don't kiss. This is but, weird. But if you think about. Where yeah, his character so is, weird. right? Yeah, in, in the so Marvel weird. universe right now, in terms of kind of the f- fluid identity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It just it kind of makes sense. And then finally, is that number five? It was a finale that wasn't a battle royale. I have been complaining about Marvel properties for how long? About how interminably mm-hmm. extended these stupid battle scenes are at the end. They finally listened to me. Yeah. The podcast matters. Mark this day, Rich, on your calendar. Yeah, we discovered that the podcast. Matters. Yeah, no, I mean it is one of the. It is on the 156 episodes in. I would say <laughs> it is. It, that's yeah. right. It is we the matter. rare Marvel <laughs> offering that, for me, ended better than it began. Yeah, I agree. Because I have to say, I by about episode three or four was a little bored. Really? Yeah. I never felt bored. I was a little bored because I really I was, I wanted more and and, and what the yeah. series seemed to sell me on in the trailers and whatnot was much more multiversal hijinks. Oh, you were you wanted the, the pathway to the multiverse. Yeah, well, I, no, I just want I thought he was going to be bopping around running into a whole bunch of different Lokis, which didn't happen until episode 5. Yeah. Now, episode 5 and 6 are the best two episodes of the series. Um yeah. See, now I watched it with Vicky who was so charmed by Tom Hiddleston yeah. from start to finish that I couldn't even enunciate the word bored while we were watching it. Yeah, it no, I, well, I mean, again, particularly fight. there was a lot <laughs> in the early episodes, particularly the first episode, that while I enjoyed the first episode, I did feel like it was a bit too by the numbers in the sense that— Would you say that it was a handful of good ideas lost amid an uninspired narrative? No. Okay, not, so that's not, foul. Not not for the whole thing. No. <laughs> All right, so Victor Lopez. Yeah. Done. No, I, I overall I real I really liked Loki, and I I think if I were to watch it all again, I would feel better about the early episodes. In part because, how do you follow this? Can I ask? I I need to ask you. I know you're on meds. Mm-hmm. I know you're not at your sharpest. Mm-hmm. I know I'm giving you a challenge mm-hmm. that dwarfs I think almost anything that even the Flash has done. In his ridiculous mm-hmm. time travels. But I really need Professor Comic Book uh-huh. to answer some questions for me. Okay. About how the time travel works uh-huh. in this. Yes. The whole time reset charges, mm-hmm. I don't understand. Okay, so basically here's what happened. Yes. Think is think of time think as like of, yeah. a branch. Well, you're drawing just one. So you're showing me it like coming off of something. Uh, just a bridge. Just think of it as a okay. Think a of line. Ti- think a, of time as a line. A time like a timeline. A timeline. You might say yes. yes. A line Can I, of time. God, I wonder if anybody's ever thought about explaining it in those terms. Okay. Think of time. Think of time like a coffee as, cup. As, <laughs> you know what? Okay. I almost dropped an f bomb in response to that one. So wow. Yeah. That's, so yeah. Thing. So yeah. basically, what so, it is, sir? You can go straight to hell. <laughs> You and your coffee cup. Yeah, I thought you'd appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. So, please, explain. time is this sheet of paper. (laughs) There you go. Um, So what what you've got to remember is that when we start with Loki, Mm -hmm. how time functions is a product of what he who remains does. Right. Is that he's base he was the he's the one Kang or whatever you want to call him that that killed all of the other Kangs. The once and future Kang. Yes. Um, so he has basically made it, and and, yes. and this is the argument he makes in the episode is yeah. that all of the Kangs, besides me, 
are much much worse. Right. I'm the good king. So now, he's pruning the timeline. So he's so basically he he the TVA and everything is designed so that the the, the timeline is one continuous whole and there are not branches creating new timelines right. and thus new kings all of whom he argues right. will be much worse than him because they're going to mistreat the original timeline well or as some might say it the line of time well the difficulty there is the guy who's claiming he's the least worst is also yeah. the one that killed all of the others right <laughs> like i'm not sure you're not the least but, worst but he is you're pretty bad it depends on what they're going to do with those timelines so but yeah so basically loki does end up in what seems to be a much more dictatorial timeline so that so basically you know it, it's the, the way time travel works now at the end of loki yes and, and all the way through is is basically how marvel time in the comics worked for the vast majority of its existence, which is that it, when you create an all, when you create a difference in what happens, you get a branch. You get a branch. It doesn't change. It doesn't change the timeline you're in. It just Wait. creates a new one. You now have two timelines. You now have two, and then you have other ones branching off into four to sixteen. Yeah, it's the multiverse you're not idea. A new time, well, you're, you're not, not changing, changing your time. timeline. You're Wait, just creating. Is it the multiverse, or would you say it's a verse of multiples? Okay, just just stop. <laughs> Okay. I don't know why that was funny. Pretend it's like this camera. Because it's just inherently funny. Just pretend it's like this camera. Uh, time <laughs> is like this camera. Um, so yeah. So basically, okay. what they do. So basically, what they do. And I don't know if yeah. this. Is, so we saw them. So in the, far, I'm with you. I understand all of this. Okay. So basically, what they do is that when a branch starts to form, yes, there's a point at which it crosses the red line, right, and can't be pruned. Mm-hmm. So they go in prior to it reaching that red line and basically wipe it out. So they cut the branch off. But wouldn't the time reset charge perhaps seep into the original timeline and thus affect it too? Apparently not. Okay then. <laughs> no, okay then. Because apparently it doesn't. <laughs> okay. Uh, except that, uh, well, except that they explain at the except they explain at the end. It just seems that like they can't. You know, when they do a time reset charge. Yeah. They don't quite get rid of everything, so what's left over gets dumped into the limbo that all the Lokis are at. That's okay. like all the stuff left just, over from alternate timelines that were pruned. It just seems like a time reset charge would be creating a new timeline to me. Well, because no, because what it well, – no, it's not because it. what it does is it's it a, gets a, rid of that branch. Which is a major change in the timeline. Well, not necessarily yeah, major. Why wouldn't it create – a? why would it not universe. create a branch? Yeah. Because by virtue of removing it, there would now be another one. Another that branch. Every reset no, requires a reset requires works. a reset requires. <laughs> that's apparently not that's how apparently it works. That's apparently not how it works. That's the best you've got for <laughs> Yes, yes, okay. apparently. Uh, listen, I can only <laughs> right. go by the rules. Of the, yes, you are absolutely right. Wouldn't not reset it. If you reset it, yes. like wouldn't the there also the be chain. a world where you did yeah. not reset it? Totally makes sense, but clearly that's not And when here. you reset it, that's a, like now that it's a branch, it's a major change. Right, which but would then create that branch a branch. But if you break the branch off a tree, it's no longer part of the tree. But you can never cleanly break oh, a branch Oh, are we talking off. about trees or lines of time, We're sir? We're talking about branches. <laughs> time branches. branches of time. I'm trying to use a lot of metaphors. But here. I don't think time, time branches and Listen, tree branches are the, the same thing. if the handle breaks off your coffee mug, it's no longer part of the coffee mug. <laughs> it goes straight to hell. <laughs> but in that same ca case, the handle never cleanly breaks off from the coffee mug, so there's always stuff left over. Right. Right, and then that stuff goes to the, the limbo place. But it's not a coffee mug in this case. And wouldn't that handle you broke off become a new coffee mug? It should. <laughs> Do you understand how coffee it doesn't just it doesn't it's not Wolverine that, that spontaneously regenerates the well, mug. You, but you also seem to think the same thing about tree branches being the same thing as time branches. You you sir being quite hypocritical in pointing out Rich's inconsistency. I don't think so. Because it is your inconsistency. No. no. I don't think it's, but anyway, but yeah, so that, that, these are apparently, so yeah, that yeah. is apparently. That, can I just say that is a wholly unsatisfactory explanation to Okay, me. if you thought I had any dream of satisfying you when it comes to time travel. Yeah. Like, I that's mean, like, nothing's going to work. That's also a fair point. I'm like, what am I going to make? Hey, you, you know what? At least I like the story that was twined around But I will, it. again, that, so like going into the last couple episodes. Yes. Like, I, yeah, episode five was finally what I wanted from the series. Yes. Like wacky Loki hijinks. Got it. And then for the longest time, like when, when they got to the final episode and they were supposedly going to meet whoever the big bad was, I was a little bit disappointed. Cause I was like, up until then, everyone's like, oh, it's got to be Kang. We know right. Kang is the next big thing. Right. And I'm like, there's no way it's Kang. There is no way they can introduce Kang 
in one episode, having not seeded him at all, right? And pull it off, yeah. And I was wrong, yeah, because that was number one. Yes. Jonathan Majors is an amazing actor. He's brilliant because He's I, you know, brilliant. he he was great in Lovecraft Craft Country. I haven't seen it, but I'll take your word for he it. He was fantastic, and when he showed up as He Who Remains, I'm like, that's not is that. I couldn't really. I wasn't sure if it was Jonathan Majors or not. He yeah. was unrecognizable. Yeah, I actually had to look up online. I'm like, oh no, it is actually him because he is, and yeah, it is literally him talking. Yeah, for the majority of the episode. Do I want? The and next... it was some of the most compelling Marvel yeah. stuff I've ever Absolutely. seen. Absolutely, like it was. And again, Absolutely. everyone complained. Oh, they, it's just yeah. talking. I'm like, okay, so if Marvel does a big. You know, CGI-laden showdown. Well, those people all love that We're stuff. We're all completely disappointed in it. But the yeah. moment they but do something different, everyone's like, where's my big CGI But they're showdown? not disappointed in it. They like the big CGI But yeah, I, 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 I thought it was brilliant. I was consistent. And I mean, if, again, if there has it, to be a time-traveling villain yeah. that's going to be the big bad in the Marvel Universe moving forward, I'll take that guy. Yeah. No, I thought Ma- Majors was amazing as He Who Remains. Yeah. As like this just slightly off-balance, yeah. sociopathic, you know— guy that's like who yeah, can actually he, believe he's doing good who actually believes he's doing or at least not as bad as what other people were doing but yeah it was right. it was a well doesn't that mean good for most human beings it though? was a, a yeah. it was a like i'm better than rich so i'm good exactly well Sorry. by that logic the suicide squad is better than suicide squad so yes. it's good yeah that's how humans think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why everybody loved it on the Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, it was yeah. Loki, Loki is the rare thing, and I think it ended better because it did something different, and that there was no big fight. Yeah. No, it was it was just Loki and Sylvie and who he remains, and I gotta say, who he remains, he who remains. Sorry, <laughs> who he remains. <laughs> he who totally. remains. Who he remains is a totally different character. He is totally different. Yeah. Who he remains. That's <laughs> that's gonna be his undoing. Yeah. So, but yeah, that, it was that it was leads so to good. A fair foul I wanted to drop on you that I think okay. you might agree with. It comes from the from Columbus Alive. Okay. Brad oh. Keefe. Columbus, Ohio? I assume, but I didn't look that closely. Okay. <laughs> right now, the biggest things in the MCU are happening on the small screen, and I'm here for it. Mm. No. Well, it depends when that was written. If it was before Shang-Chi, oh. I would agree. It probably was, but I don't have a date. So yeah, I mean, if that's before Shang Chi, then yeah, like they're they're definitely. I mean, well, to be fair, all we'd had was Black Widow, right? As opposed to WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, yeah. Loki. It's been a good run for Disney Plus. Yeah, they've done. Yeah, they've done. They've done well with the Overall. series. One of those assume they planned it. Possibly. Essentially. But yeah, I I I, I put him on a mic. Yeah, depending Literally on when that was written, I, I would say. I mean, right I, I, if, if, if it's pre Shang Chi, then yeah, absolutely. Like the Disney Plus series are kind of killing it for Marvel. Every show, um, every show. Hey, some other stuff happened this summer. Did it? And we only have five minutes. Okay. Can I run some stuff by you? Yep. Go ahead. Are you have you have anything more you want to share? I had an affair foul. Actually, no, I didn't have a fair foul. I had the the guy from that produced Loki talking about their version of time travel. Oh. But I don't think you'll appreciate it. <laughs> If we, had, if we had an out another yeah. hour. And it's a very long paragraph. There's a chance. Yeah. So, other stuff that came this summer. You yes. can talk to me about what you did or did not do. I'm ready to go. In the Heights. I did do that. Yes. Yeah. So, do you want to say something about it or just... Uh, you I know, was, your speechlessness is because we did such a good job. I say, yeah, like... On, on Erica on Funky's Eric, art scene, which yeah. all of our listeners should go listen to. It's if available it. at WVIA. Yep. At the WVIA website, um, yep. just look up Erica Funky. Yep, F U N K E. Yeah, and it, the show is called Art Scene. Yeah, take a listen. It was it was really good. It was a good. Yeah, I thought we did a really good job. Really with good, that. really good. Um, you know what else happened this summer? Jungle Cruise. I did not see that. Um, it was fun. Yeah, as long you, as you, you like uh, white imperialism and you like like a romance with zero chemistry. Emily Blunt and The Rock. No chemistry together in a romantic leads. Well, and you are a big Emily Zero. Blunt fan, I, fan I, so I do like Emily Blunt, and I love The Rock. Yeah, so that's yeah. So it had a lot of charisma, but like the romance just did not. I could see that. Maybe because they're such good friends in real life. I think. Yeah, like it might be hard. Yeah, I could see that. But yeah, no, I I have not seen the Jungle Cruise. So you skipped Jungle Cruise. Yeah. All right, you must have done the Friends reunion. I did not. 
I did not either. So were you a fan of Friends back in the day? I was. In you the watched er- it. In the early seasons. Yeah, I you watched it. I stopped somewhere around, I don't know, season six or seven. What season is that? I, I don't I, remember. So. I just remember getting kind of tired of it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, after a while. And when they all started dating each other, it, it got a yeah, little. Yeah, I think, well, I think it was around the whole, you know, Rachel being pregnant, Rachel dating Joey. That was, I thought that was later. I don't know. It was I. It, that was about when I. I think yeah. I stopped. I know only because Hope watched reruns, yeah. and so I'm so. You know, I think Friends is actually a show that doesn't age particularly well. No, it was not friendly to people who were different. Yeah, no, it's it's got I a lot say. of of homophobia. Yeah, some fat shaming. Oh, it's got a lot of that. Yeah, 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 and and, 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 and it's a very white version of New York. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's kind of an '80s '90s. Like it, to me, it in all of those ways, it it feels indebted to the '80s. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a product of its time. Yeah. Speaking of which, we have to do a a, a family sitcom draft. Oh yeah, yeah, we, we should do that. We we got to make this show happen. All right, so nothing there. A quiet place too. Yeah, I didn't see that either. It was disappointing. You said it was not as good. It, yeah, it, it was it, sequelitis. Again, it I, wasn't. It, that was not a compelling enough movie for me to go to to a theater during a pandemic. This list is really running quickly, more quickly than I thought it might. Okay. The Green Knight. I haven't gotten around to seeing that. Well, I really enjoyed it. I've heard good like, things about it. Yeah. yeah, Bobby and I went and really enjoyed it. I was it disappointed was a because apparently they had movie. like a free online screening mm-hmm. one night, and I missed it. Ah, so. But Too that's what I, I would like to see. So when you said you didn't get off your, your butt all summer, you kind of meant it, apparently. No, you I think I was off my butt that time. In the Heights, but no Jungle Cruise, no Friends Reunion, no Quiet Place, no Green Knight. How about the 2021 Olympics? I watched a little bit of it. I watched none. I'm not a big, I'm not a big Olympics fan to begin I, with. I like some of the obscure sports. I really, what I find fascinating is mm. uh, synchronized diving. No, I, I, you're, you're no trying, you're trying to, yeah, to you're trying to provoke me I'm in not. some way. I sir. find the synchronized diving fascinating. And what do you mean by fascinating? You mean like fascinatingly stupid and a waste of time? No, it's just the, 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 particularly the Chinese team that just, you know, ran I don't. rough I just, shot well, all of all the other teams. Yeah. Like they, it is amazing. Like you can actually like watching them. I actually see. I'm like, yeah, they they deserve the scores they get because they are just amazing. So, so, so your takeaway from the Olympics was the the brilliance of the Chinese. Is it was it the men's or the women's or the mixed? I think I watched mostly men's. Okay, but women's as well. Yeah. So you were fascinated by it. I just the really? sea nice diving. I just happened so, to be on and, and I so, watched it and I I it just I was just you know. You, it, I can see how it would appeal to your OCD mind. It's very precise <laughs> and very controlled. No? I'm not sure the audience can hear my <laughs> no, no. <laughs> my wild gesticulation of what the? So then you love synchronized swimming, too. Same thing? Yeah, I didn't watch any of that. So, do you, so but just do you, the diving. Are you fascinated by the swimming in the same way? No, 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 just the What's diving. What's the difference? Because they're both synchronized. Yeah, but one of them's in air off a board. So what about synchronized gymnastics? Don't they have that? But that's not the same. They're having to synchronize in air. Like, they're literally having to be synchronized as they're floating in air. Like, yeah. Skydivers? This is. It's amazing to me. Every once in a while, I think I know you well. (laughs) And then you say something like, I don't know this man at all. I have five years into a podcast. I'm like an onion. You're like a a pool that that synchronized divers dive into, is what you are. God, are we going to end the show on synchronized diving? But yeah, I did not watch. I did not watch a lot of the Olympics. That's all I got for the summer. Oh, do you want me to? We could talk about time travel. Please, it's time. Well, we're we, already past an hour, but yeah, I but guess we could. By all means, could. we could add another half an hour of time travel discussion. There we go. Okay, Rich, so if you want to just go, like going back to cut Loki. the switch halfway through. The, this is this is Waldron, the <laughs> the showrunner. Yep, talking about time travel and Loki. Okay, our approach with time travel mm. was the philosophy basically that time is always happening. So there are infinite instances of time always occurring at once. There are minute little fluctuations in each instance of time, different permutations and instances always happening. The TVA has their own barometer, their own gauge of what constitutes a deviation from the baseline, the way it's supposed to go to produce he who remains. When it becomes a problem for the TVA is when, according to their own rules... 
when something could branch off in a way that it could actually produce a new timeline that could produce a new version of He Who Remains. That is the practical thing that they're guarding against. So yeah. it's basically the multiverse idea, and they want this one... Well, they're, they're basically they trying have... to keep the multiverse from forming. How can, they, they, how can Doctor have... Strange have a multiverse? Well, because now the multiverse is forming because they killed who He Who Remains. The new guy's not doing the same thing? No, no. Now there's a whole bunch. But that's the thing. Now there are a whole bunch of Kangs as opposed oh. to just the one. So, well, how, do we know that for sure? Yeah. How do we know that for sure? I only saw the one timeline. That yeah, Loki but came back the to. main villain for the next Ant-Man vil- film yeah. is Kang, and it's apparently not the same Kang as the one that shows up in the statue. Got it. So we don't know which Kang universe the, multi, uh, the Marvel universe is. Yeah, I think it's possible there's going to be a lot of Kangs running around, which could get messy. A whole lot of Kangs. So we have, a like, lot there's, of time. there's yeah. He Who Remains. A lot of time. You know, the, the Ant-Man is— Who He Remains. The Ant-Man movie is called, <laughs> who he is called what, Quantum Mania. <laughs> so I like to think of that Kang as, as Quantum Kang. Quantum Kang. Quantum Kang. You know, then we've got the, the TVA Kang that we saw, right. the statue of, mm-hmm. who's wearing the traditional Kang costume. Right, so he's more traditional Kang. Yeah, so it'll be, it'll be interesting, like— Because, again, I mean, yeah. It's, and then, like, a it's, Spider-Man Kang? I don't know. I don't know, but yeah, it's Spider possible. Again, King. that's the argument he who remains was making is that if you get rid of me, you're gonna have a whole bunch of other me's, and they're all worse than I am. Yeah, I well, guess Kang we'll is not a good right. dude. It turns out. No. So. Well, I'm glad you read that because it really clarified nothing be- beyond what I already understood. I thought it might. Yeah. Well. Well, we, now we, we could say until you, next time. Now you know what we did last summer. That's right. That's right. Until next time.